Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Helpful Hints on Using Homophones for Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. I can't believe we're already at the beginning of another month. My name is Mary Hopp, and I'm happy to have all of you who are in Zoom, all who are listening on ACB Media 5, the community channel, and all who are listening via podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jeanette, our Zoom host, and by Herbie, our streamer. Thank both. I want to thank both of you for being here with us. And I also want to thank those who turn these calls into podcasts. By the way, I've noticed that the podcast for June 13th has been posted in the ACB community feed. And I've also heard our um, homophone be playing some on ACB Media 5. So you might be able to catch that in rotation on that channel. All right. Let us start out as we usually do. We always like to bring our audience up to date with homophones and what they are and everything because they may not have listened to this before. So please raise your hand if you would like to define homophone for us. Oh, I know someone Nora? knows this. Nora. Yeah, hi, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Homophone is a word. Uh, homophones are words which are they spell different, but they sound the same. And yes. for example, for example, like heel, H E E L, has different meaning meaning than the H E A L. Correct. Very good, Thank Nora. Fantastic. You. Can Thank you give you. us another example of words that are homophones? Well, another example is whole, W-H-O-L-E, and the other one is H-O-L-E. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. That is correct. Yes, they are. Um, they are. They sound the same, but they have different meanings and different spellings. Thank you, Nora. And someone... Um, Jeanette, are you going to lower the hands, okay. or do you want them to lower them themselves? Right now, I'm lowering them. If okay. I need people to lower their hands, I'll let them know. All right. Let us know. All right. I'd like someone to raise their hand and spell the word homophone for us. Uh, Carla? Carla, hey, Carla, we missed you last week. Glad you're back, though. Yeah, I was in Alabama, so I don't know. I got to yeah. catch up for this tourney here, this here tourney. Yes. I'm fixing to catch up today. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, mm -hmm. homophone is H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E, and there's a dot five O if you write it in Braille for the... Yes, ma'am. Very good. All right. Thank you, and welcome back, Carla. Um, let's go to our error report, my very favorite part of the class. Um, I love finding errors. No, not really. I, I just like to talk about the errors that I find. Does, did anyone come across anything this week? Any errors that they saw in people's writing? Maybe when you were reading emails or... Chanel. Yes. Well, I, I said the homophone police probably wouldn't remember, but in this case, uh, she did. That's me. No. Um, <laughs> so I was. That's what I, I am, a homophone police woman. Yeah, well, that's what I dub myself. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I, I say, you know, to, you've, con you've a word infraction or something. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. I say. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're infraction. a mighty force, aren't we? 
Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was having to do with the sentence talking about um, music and saying, and he was saying it, it's not my typical fair. Now, can anybody guess how fair was spelled and how it should be spelled? I guess, is, oh. or maybe that's what you're supposed to ask that. I don't know. But Oh, no, yeah. you can ask it. Does anybody have any Sheila. idea about that? Sheila. Sheila. It was probably spelled F-A-I-R, and it should be F-A-R-E, I think. Yes, ma'am. You mm -hmm. are correct. That's a really good one, Chanel. Thank yep. you for that. Thank you, Sheila. You have any I've, more? I may have seen an it's um, uh -huh. oh, one, I but yes. I know. I, but I, I can't think. I can't remember. So that that's all I can definitely remember. <laughs> Well, we we appreciate you bringing that to us. We are we are very glad you did. And, and Mary Carla has one. All right, Carla, you have one too. I have two. Um, oh yes. Um, one of my join the force. One of my students said that there's a sale S A I L at the grocery store, and we had oh. a good, we had a good laugh over this i said well i don't think you could buy a sale at a grocery store you'd have to go to a sports store a boat store or something and then um he, he also said that my wife has to row out roll out the dough for cookies and it was doe <laughs> oh no you're not gonna make them out of deer we we laugh deer cookies yeah, so well, it's good that it's good that you find that you can find humor because you know that's always a good thing. Yes, and I I always try not to laugh at the students, but laugh. Right, at them. but we have a you good. We have a, lot of, we have a lot of fun in my classes. We have a lot of fun. So those were the two that I wanted to report. Well, I like those. Those are good. Welcome to our police force here. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Anybody else? No other hands. All right. Well, I will. I will um, give mine then. Um, I also found one. A mistake with fair. Um, in the sentence, plain like P L A N E. That's not the mistake. Plain fares are higher than they used to be. What fair would that be? Somebody raise your hand and let us know. Nora, you have your hand raised. Did you know that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I got two of them. One, the plain fair. No, no, no. The one that, the one that um, Mary just spoke about. Oh, about the oh, plain oh. fairs. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah if a-R-E-S, plain fares. Yes. And also, I'm a, another police uh, woman. Uh, oh, good. Uh, I found T-H-E-Y, both uh, be T-H-E-Y, apostrophe R-E, when it was supposed to be, uh, I'm not, I'm, no, one of my sentences, I can't remember what it was, but it's supposed to be you are instead of your. Oh, okay. You are Y-O-U apostrophe R-E instead of Y-O-U-R? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I can't, I can't remember where it was, but on Facebook okay. somewhere. Well, you caught it, though. That's yep, good. Sure. That's yep. good. If you, if you can, if you come across any more, write them down. Okay. We'll be, yeah, thank you. Yeah, in this <laughs> case of the plane fares are higher, they spelled it F-A-I-R-S. Oh, that was not correct. It's like Nora said, it's F-A-R-E-S because fair, F-A-R-E, one meaning of it is like a fare that you pay for transportation. All right. Um, what about this? I found this, this is another error. Do any of these things? Oh, oh, it's I'm tell it's between AFFECT and EFFECT. So I'm going to put a blank there so I don't influence you. Do any of these things have an blank on you? Chanel. Yes, I think this one is AFF. 
No. E-F. Okay. Oh, because they're talking here about a result. That's right. I always still get those mixed up. (laughs) I know those are tough. And now what if it was, do any of these things affect you? Yeah, that would be different. That would be the A because it's a verb. That would be the A. Yes, that would be the A because that would mean, do any of these things have an influence on you? Yes, I know those are hard. Um, and I wish I could think of some different ways to teach that because I know that that people are really still struggling with it. And I can understand it because they're just, they're so interchangeable. I mean, it, you can even use one or the other like this in the same sentence. You know, if you just change the words around a little bit, you can have it as a noun or a verb. Usually, if, usually, if it's used as a noun, it's the E-F-F. And usually if it's used as a verb, it's the AFF, but we've seen that that is not always the case um, because we have do well sometimes if I put two of them, two homophones, you know, in the same sentence and contrast them that way, like it's not fair that the plane fare is so high. Oh, Yeah. That's or, a that's a very good one. Or did did that did that affect you? Semicolon or question? No, it had no effect on me. You know mm-hmm. that, and and I don't know. They seem to when I do that, they seem to get them a little faster. I don't know, but that's, well, that's good. You know, that's a great that, teaching that's, technique. It's an exercise I give them all the time. Well, I like that. That's a very good thing. I will certainly keep that in mind, especially on ones like this. Because even when I was looking at it, when I was initially researching it, you know, they had um, the same sentence similar to this one where they had it just used in a different way in the same, ba- same basic sentence. And one of them was EFF, one of them was AFF. I have one more. And this one, I mean... I just cannot imagine that my brother does not know better. I really think this was a Siri error. And sometimes I wonder how many of these things that I'm finding are Siri errors. I, I know that people don't know the difference in a lot of these homophones, but still, you know, some of them are just, I mean, it's just kind of hard for me to believe that they would have a problem with some of them. But anyway, what he said, whether he used Siri or not, was, I hope she feels better soon, too. Which one should that be? Raise your hand if you you can tell us. I hope she feels better soon, too. Herbie? Herbie. T-O-O. Yes, sir. Yeah, that it means I hope she feels better soon. Looks like also. you're done talking, so we'll lower your hand in eight um, seconds. It was written T-O here, which, you know, that's that's definitely not right. Okay. Anyone else with an error? Any other else? Anybody else want to join the force? Okay, well, we did have some very good ones. Thank you. Diane actually has her hand raised. I'm not sure if that's in response to your question. All right, Diane, welcome. We're glad to have you here today. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Uh, No, I I I didn't have one because I I don't really look for them. My uh, my highest priority is to get through my email as quickly as (laughs) possible, and I'm not always paying attention, but. I, I was going to say that, you know, in all of these cases, spell checkers are not necessarily your friend. So, no, <laughs> you no, know, not necessarily at all. So you might know the difference, but if you did a spell check on your document, it might have, you know, changed, changed mm-hmm. it to something else or added something that, that you would know was wrong. So Or, or said it was perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and our, our last hand is Carla. Okay, Carla. Well, this isn't exactly the same thing, but I had to mark one of my French students wrong because I was having him translate French to English and vous êtes means you are. Mm-hmm. And he wrote the letter U and the letter R. And I oh. just took that as er, 
marked it wrong. <laughs> and, then his, and then his father got mad at me and he says, well, he was just, you know, he was just doing text talk. And I said, no, I was looking for vu, the word you, and et, r, vu's et, u, y, o, u, a, r, e. And yes, and he could not understand why I marked er wrong. And he says, I'm going to your principal. And thank <laughs> you, the principal, P-A-L, backed me up because he understood the principal, P-L-E. So, <laughs> oh, but I shared it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she have a good way of doing those sort of things? <laughs> That's exactly right with those principles there. Well, I'm glad your principal was on your side because I totally agree and I would have marked it the same way. But you know, us teacher types, um, sometimes sometimes people don't like the way we do those things, even though we're right, of course. You know, a teacher's never wrong, or at least that's what my parents sort of told us when we were little. <laughs> I know better now. All right. Okay. Well, we are going to cover some new material today. We're going to do steak, S-T-E-A-K, and steak, S-T-A-K-E. All right. <laughs> What's funny? <laughs> All right. Well, S-T-E-A-K is a slice of meat. Um, a lot of times it's beef. I'll have my steak rare, S-T-E-A-K. Also, they said it's called beef steak, and they put it all as one compound word, B-E-E-F-S-T-E-A-K. Or steak can be a thick slice of pork or veal or a slice of a large fish, especially cod or salmon. And here they call it a fish steak, but they have it as two separate words with a space, F-I-S-H space S-T-E-A-K. And a sentence they gave, I bought two cod steaks today or steak s-t-e-a-k can be a patty of ground meat that is broiled or fried uh, like a hamburger steak that's two separate words there and of course you know other examples we can have barbecued steak we can have chicken fried steak I'm not familiar with this one, but I saw cheese steak, and that was all one compound word, C-H-E-E-S-E-S-T-E-A-K. Has anyone ever eaten cheese steak? If so, can you tell me a little bit about it? Diane? Diane? Oh, yeah, I've had um, cheese steak many times, and I suspect that they are referring to a Philly, like a Philly cheese steak sandwich. Oh. It's a type of sandwich and it usually has like peppers and mushrooms and steak and um, cheese. Mm, you know, some that sounds good. I have heard of those Philly, Philly cheese steaks before in a sandwich. Yeah, um, I'm thinking that's maybe what they're referring to. That's probably what they're referring to. That sounds really good. And Herbie. <clears throat> Herbie? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing as Diane. You know, the thing of like the Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. You can mm. get them from Subway, but um, usually you'll find them at dedicated places at like, say, the mall and, um, you know, in the food courts and stuff. So, But if you've not had a cheesesteak sandwich and you like sandwiches with the steak and cheese and the onions and peppers, then it's worth trying, so... Oh, I would think that would taste really and good. Usually they is have it, mushrooms as well. So, Is it more like a hamburger steak type thing or is it actually? It's kind of, no, it's like a thin sirloin steak usually is what they tend to use. So, Okay. And some places will do it slightly different than others. Some places it might be a little bit more ground. Sometimes it's actual pieces of steak. So it does vary a little bit. It does vary according to who's fixing it. Yep. Okay. Well, I thank both of you, Diane and Herbie, for your feedback on that. Appreciate it. Um, we can also have things like a steakhouse. 
or a steak knife. You hear those terms used fairly often. So pretty much the S-T-E-A-K is something that's edible. Um, in fact, they said that one way of actually remembering this, where's my, where's my notes here? They said that a steak with an E-A is a piece of meat, M-E-A-T, so it would be spelled E-A. So if you can remember steak, S-T-E-A-K, is some sort of meat, M-E-A-T, that, that depends on whether you know well the difference between M-E-A-T and M-E-E-T, but steak, S-T-E-A-K, and meat, M-E-A-T. So that might be one thing you can think of for remembering. Chanel okay. has a question. Yes, ma'am. So two things. One, um, could you say, you know, you, you roast the steak on the steak? No, <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I would, I would think so. Um, and I then also, so. steakhouse, is that a compound word or is that two separate words? Well, I've seen it both ways. But okay, that's what I thought. In this particular particular example where I saw it in the dictionary, it actually had them as two separate words. Okay. Okay. With a space in between. But I have seen steakhouse as a compound word. That's just steak knife. Put one word or steak knife? One steak, or steak knife. I've always seen that as two separate words. Um, they're separated with a space. Yeah. I've always seen that. That's weird because right. teaspoon is one word. And yet, yes, too. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I guess there, I mean, I guess there could be times when it would be used as one word, you know, because I can only go by what I saw. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't even know it. I mean, unless somebody was super picky, if they were grading something, you know, I'm not, I'm not so sure that any teacher knows all of these things, whether they're compound or have spaces or maybe have a dash and you know in between them it's it's kind of hard to say really um there you know because some some of them like I was telling you last last week when we were talking about the holes the h-o-l-e you know I saw some of those in three different ways um bolt hole was one of them I saw it b-o-l-t-h-o-l-e b-o-l-t hyphen H-O-L-E and B-O-L-T space H-O-L-E. So, I mean, who knows? Those are kind of, those are kind of difficult, I think. And I don't, I don't know that anybody could really count off a whole lot for that, but I don't know for sure. All right. That is what I have for S-T-E-A-K. Is there, are there any other comments or are any questions about that that I might be able to answer? No hands, Mary. Okay, thank you, Jeanette. All right, let's move on to S-T-A-K-E. That has more meanings to it, um, <clears throat> not as many meanings as some of the words we've had, but it's it's got several. So. An S-T-A-K-E, if you use it as a noun in this particular meaning, it, it is a piece of wood or metal that is pointed at one end and driven into the ground to mark the location or limits of something. Um, it might be used to mark the start or end of a racetrack. And in this sentence, the corner of the lot was indicated by a stake. Now, in this same meaning, um, to use as a, a marker, like to fasten, this will be used as a verb, to fasten, secure, or support with a stake or stakes. A sentence with that might be, they staked the shrubs. They secured them so that they wouldn't bend or fall over, um, those plants are susceptible to wind and should be well staked. 
Or you can say something like stake out the path where things would be, where the path would be marked off. Or the man staked out a garden patch. And notice that some of these have the word out after it. Um, like stake out the path. The man staked out a garden patch. So you often see out associated with it. And a little later, we're going to find some more ways that it's used with out. The word out, O-U-T. Okay, a stake can also be a fence pole or a tent peg. They staked down the tent. Want to make sure it's secure. Uh, another meaning of S-T-A-K-E, it can be an instrument of execution consisting of a vertical post that a victim is tied to for burning. You've heard of people burned at the stake? That's S-T-A-K-E. I guess that could turn them into a terrible piece of meat, but it's S-T-A-K-E. Oh, that would be so horrible waiting for that fire to get you. Um, <clears throat> a stake, S-T-A-K-E, can also be a vertical post secured in a socket at the edge of a platform as on a truck bed to help retain a load. So you can have these stakes on a truck bed so that things don't fall out. This was new to me. This is, the way, is a way that the Mormon church uses S-T-A-K-E. And some of you may be familiar with this if you're a Mormon or know someone who is. But it says that a stake is a territorial division consisting of a group of wards, W-A-R-T-S, I mean W-A-R-D-S, that are under the jurisdiction of a president. So that was totally new to me. All right. And then we come to our sports and games. And often you'll see things like this with an S on the end of stake, S-T-A-K-E-S. It can be the money risked on a gamble. He and his friends enjoy playing cards for high stakes. Um, and you can also use this as a verb, um, like I'm going to stake $500 on that horse. I'm going to risk $500 on that horse. Okay, a stake, S-T-A-K-E, can also mean that you invest in or support by supplying with money. He has a stake in the company's future, S-T-A-K-E, or that was a noun as a verb. He staked a business enterprise, S-T-A-K-E-D. That means he supported it, invested in it with, he put his money forward to do that. He staked a business enterprise. It can also mean um, a personal interest or involvement, like Mrs. Smith has a stake in her children's future, S-T-A-K-E. It can mean a crucial change or grave consequence that may result from a situation, like the stakes are high in the mayoral, rate, mayoral election. High stakes there. It could really switch things around depending on who wins. Um, then it can also mean to make your mark as something. Like Joyce is determined to stake her claim as an actress. She's determined to make her mark as an actress. It can mean to claim ownership. He staked out a mining claim at the office, S-T-A-K-E-D. And this one's different. She staked out a place for herself 
in the library, S-T-A-K-E-D. Both of those had staked out in them, and we're going to come across more. Um, stake can mean to tether or secure to a stake, such as doing that to an animal. Stake your goat. Um, stake. Oh, here we go with the stakeouts again. It can mean to keep a building, for example, under surveillance. You're staking it out. You're keeping it under surveillance to watch it. It can also mean um, to, assi to assign a police officer, for example, to an area to conduct surveillance. The police were staked out across the street from the apartment, S-T-A-K-E-D. All right. So that's those two are kind of the same. You're just, you're just staking out something to watch it. You're surveying it, putting it under surveillance. There's a phrase, stake off, where you mark something with stakes, stake off the, the, um, the area so that nobody goes into it. We also have at stake, that means at risk or in danger of being lost. Two lives are at stake. They're in risk. They're in danger of being lost. Or the tension was naturally high for a game with so much at stake. It was the tension was high because there was so much at risk. We have pull up stakes. I'm sure you've heard that one. It means to leave your home or temporary resting place and move on. They decided that they had camped long enough. So they pulled up stakes, S-T-A-K-E-S. Or you can raise the stakes if you're, if you're playing maybe in a, a game of some sort and you've been playing with a certain amount at risk for a while. Maybe, you, maybe the group decides to raise the stakes and play for even more, risk even more. So those are our things for stake. All right, so let me see here. I've got some sentences for us. All right, let us start out here. Okay, these will be things that you can raise your hand for if you know which stake is which. We've staked our company's future on the success of this product. Miss Jeanette? Janet? You're not hearing me, Janet? No, we didn't hear you. No, sorry. I did not hear you. I did not hear you. Sorry. Uh, oh, that's sorry. okay. I'm not sure why. We didn't have any audio. S-T-A-K-E. Yes. We've, that, we've staked our country's company's future on the success of this product, S-T-A-K-E-D. Very good, Janet. We've based our whole company's future on the success of this product, so we sure hope it does well. All right, what about this one? I can't believe he will, this sounds so funny to me, I can't believe he will stake his car for such a silly bet. Sheila? Sheila. It's S-T-A-K-E. That's correct. Yes, he's going to risk losing his car for this silly bet. All right. What about, thank you, Sheila. I had the most delicious steak at that new restaurant. Herbie. S-T-E-A-K. Yes, because it's a sort of meat, which is M-E-A-T. Very good, Herbie. All right. Now we have, she has a major stake in the company. 
um, Diane. Diane. That would be S-T-A-K-E. Yes, yes. She has a major stake, a major interest. She's invested a lot of money in the company. So she has a major stake there. Thank you, Diane. All right. I like poker, but I never play when there are high stakes involved. Um, let's see. Hold on. Zoom is being slow. Uh, Carla. Carla. Yes, I'm going to say S-T-A-K-E-S. That's right. S-T-A-K-E-S. Yes, I like poker and I'll play for a certain amount of money. But when the stakes get really high and a lot's at risk, I'm going to stop. All right. What about, thank you, Carla. We finally finished staking out a patch of grass in the backyard where the dogs can run around. Um, I'm not sure who you are. You're iPhone 2. You can unmute and tell us who you are and answer. Yes. You're still muted. I'm going to go on to 585 ending in 954. Okay. Oh, that's can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. What's your okay, name? Uh, I'm Madonna Hosteller. Uh, that okay. would be S-T-A-K-E. Uh, S-T-A-K-E. Yeah, S-T-A-K-E. Uh, but if I may, another mm -hmm. way that you can keep the two in mind, a steak, you know, S-T-E-A-K mm -hmm. is meat, E-A-T, that you can eat, which is spelled E-A-T. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Something you can eat, E-A again, E-A-T, mm -hmm. I like that. That's great. Did you say your name is Edana? Rosanna. Rosanna, okay, Rosanna. Rose. Rose, okay. Well, we're glad you're with us, Rose. And that is a correct answer. We finally finished staking out a patch of grass in the backyard where the dogs could run around. They, they marked off this area because they don't want the dogs running around in every section of their yard. Maybe they have some beautiful flowers there, or, or maybe some types of um, vegetables or fruits that they don't want the dogs to get into. All right. Here's another one. Um, Marsha apparently has a question. All right. Yes, Marsha. Glad you're here. I was... I was trying to find um, trying to find the raise hand so I'd be prepared when you said the next sentence because that's oh. I'm on the phone and it's just hard. I have two things though. Mm -hmm. When you said stakes, S T A K E S, mm -hmm. no, and then S T E, it's S T E A K E S, and my question came up. No, there, there is no, there's no S-T-E-A-K-E-S. It's either S-T-E-A-K or S-T-A-K-E. They both have the exact same letters in them. They're just arranged differently. No, no. My, my question was about plural, plurally. When okay. Plural, do you, where do you use E-S and where do you use S? Oh, okay. Both of them. S-T-A-K-E-S and S-T-A-K, both of them would just have an S added to the end to pluralize them. Both of them would just, it'd be S-T-A-K-E-S and S-T-E-A-K-S. Okay. Both, right. both of them are made plural just by adding a simple S onto the end. That's so a good question. The next thing, yeah, because that comes up in, with a lot of words. And the other question. Well, and, have, and you know, it, what's the use of knowing the difference in S-T-E-A-K and S-T-A-K-E if you're going to misspell them by putting the wrong thing on the end? You know, right. it's, it's almost just as bad as 
something else, you know, just getting them mixed up in the first place. What was your other thing? The other question was, do you have the same um, HTTP number every week? Yes, the link is the same every week because um, the reason I know it is because I have it in my calendar and I just go to my calendar every week and I click on the the link that I have in there. That's what I wanted to do because I've had trouble getting my my community layout. That's why I couldn't make it last week because I wasn't getting the readout. And so I just want to have a stick then I, because I know when your call is. And so the other thing is, go ahead and say your sentence. Let me see if I can answer it. (laughs) Okay. This next one is tuna steak is really tasty. I love it. And it's T-E-A-K. So I'll mute now. Yes. Well, we'll answer this though. That's correct. What about Mm -hmm. if I said, Tuna steaks. A participant has enabled tasty. closed captioning. How would closed. you spell that? See, this steak? <laughs> on. Press the plus see, see, you see I turned your get. question back around on you. Now, now I'm making you work harder. <laughs> S-T-E-A-K-S. That's correct. I All would, right. I would, if I was trying to, to type it, I would be tempted to use an ES. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked the question because mm-hmm. it would be wrong if you put S-T-E-A-K-E-S. Yes, so I know. Glad you asked that. Inquiring minds want to know. Well, that's right. That's right. Okay. What about this one? Um, so Jeanette lowers the hands, Marsha. And so if you can just find a lot of the time, the raise hand button, you can find it under reaction. That's what I'm finding lately. You find the reaction near the bottom of the screen in that row with mute and the video and the participants. And it, it, a lot of times it's under reaction, not always, but a lot of times. Okay. Let's have another raised hand for this. Make sure you hammer down those stakes firmly. We don't want the tent blowing away in the wind. So how would you, Desi? Hello again. Hi there. Um, Excuse me, I'm about, okay, I I thought I was going to sneeze, sorry. Um, (laughs) um, That would be S-T-A-K-E-S. That's correct. Yep, those are the the tent pegs that I was talking about earlier. Things that will secure your tent so it doesn't blow away. Very good. Thank you, Desi. What about this one? John was a desperate gambler, willing to stake everything on a roll of the dice. Um, uh, sorry, my five eight five ending in nine five four. Oh yes, let's go to Hannah. Yes, Hannah. John was willing to S-T-A-K-E. Yes, he was willing to S-T-A-K-E. He was willing to risk everything on the roll of a dice. He was definitely a desperate gambler. Thank you, Hannah, and welcome. I'm glad you came today. Yeah, sorry I was late. I lost track of time. Oh, that's all right. That's fine. We're good. Just glad you got here. Okay, what about this? The police officer said that Gilbert had allegedly forced his way into the kitchen and grabbed a steak knife. What steak is that? Nora? S-T-E-A-K. Very good. Yes, something that you eat steak with. It's not exactly a piece of meat like we were talking about, but it's definitely used to eat the steak with. So that's correct. Steak knife, S-T-E-A-K. All right. What about this one? I have a stake in that race. Chanel. Yes, Chanel. S-T-A-K-E. That is correct. Yep. I have I have some things riding on that race. So yes, that's S-T-A-K-E. 
All right. We're going to have um, some more of these next week. I want to save these, um, some of these so that we can have some more. And I'm saving some for when we go back to the to the homophone B. I want to, and I appreciate your participation on those. I want to go over something um, that people were asking me about um, maybe back a few weeks ago. Um, remember, some people were asking about cannot, C-A-N-N-O-T, one word, and can not, C-A-N space N-O-T, and they wanted to know how to use them correctly. So I did some research on that, and I found out a few things. And we'll also incorporate can't, C-A-N apostrophe T, because it basically means the same thing. It means cannot, the contraction for cannot. So let's see. Um, I got some of this from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, um, and I saw on their site it was actually established in 1828, so it's old. I don't know how old all the other dictionaries are, but, but that's almost 200 years old. But anyway, this dictionary defines the single word cannot, C-A-N-N-O-T, as it defines it as can space not. The word and the phrase mean exactly the same thing, but, um, and both of them are perfectly fine to use, but cannot is the, the whole, the C-A-N-N-O-T without the space. That one is far more common and is therefore recommended especially in any kind of formal writing. So the cannot, C-A-N-N-O-T, with no space, is the preferred. Um, the contraction can't has that same meaning, but it's also informal, as are most contractions, informal. So if you have this sentence, I smell pie but I cannot see any pie, you would preferably write C-A-N-N-O-T, all is one word. Now, I really don't think somebody could count you. I mean, they said both of them are fine. So if you wrote it as two words, I really don't think you would be counted off. Can't say for sure. But C-A-N-N-O-T is the preferred. All right. Um, Let's see. Now, in some cases, this is a this is an exception. You know, we we can't ever have anything without an exception. So, in some cases, the not that follows can is in fact part of a different phrase, such as not only. So, in those instances. C-A-N space N-O-T is the appropriate choice. For example, now I cannot only smell the pie, but I can also see it. So a lot of times in these sentences where you would use C-A-N space N-O-T, it is followed Either the next word or the next word after that is only. And you'll also see that usually in that same sentence, there will be but and also. They may not be right together, but if you look at it, you'll often find the word but and also. For example, it, in this sentence, it's, it does that. Now, I cannot only smell the pie, not only, but I can also see it. So we have not only, but also. All right. So let's see what else we have. That, that is about all I have. Um, does anybody have a question 
Um, oh, I see that it's 10 till Jeanette. I just looked at my watch. So. I have ju- on like just 30 seconds before you, but Carl. All righty. Well, that's fine. Yes. Uh, any questions about what I just said before we do a few sentences? I just, just did a, a few sentences with Carla this. Just to- yes, Carla. Um, I would think it would also stand to reason that if you were emphasizing the not, you might want to write it as two words. Like um, if one of my students is um, wanting to do something that's not allowed, I said, I, I would have to say, I cannot permit you to do this. I agree with that. Say I, I agree. I, I didn't see it anywhere, but I would definitely agree with it because you're stressing it. And, you know, if you were going to stress, you'd have to stress the whole word, you know, if you're so I think I think that that would be appropriate. And I, I really feel that in many cases, the C.A.N. space N.O.T. would be appropriate. I'm not really sure how I've used those in the past, I'll have to pay more attention to what I'm doing when I'm writing. I bet sometimes I used the one word and I bet sometimes Mm -hmm. I've used two and I bet I didn't really have any logic for doing that, but we'll do it. We'll do it like they, like they say for now. And, you know, I'm not sure how big of a thing it is, but someone did want me to research it and, um, so I, I did that. And I'm also going to research. Someone said, well, when do you use into, I-N-T-O is one word, or I-N space T-O. So I'm going to be looking at that as well. All right. Let's, um, let's go through a few sentences here. What about this? I cannot go out until I proofread my paper. Hannah? Yes, Hannah. I would think it would be C-A-N-N-O-T with no space. Yes, I would think so too. I cannot go out until I proofread my paper. That would be the more formal use and the preferred use there. And we don't have anything like um, only and but also or anything like that. Thank you, Hannah. Our next one, Peter cannot believe what's happening. Nora? Nora? Yep, I think it's P-A-N-N-O-T. Yes, one word. Yes, that Mm -hmm. would be the preferred there. He Mm -hmm. He cannot believe what's happening. That would be the formal, formal use of that. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Welcome. What about this? We cannot only we cannot only break even, but also turn a profit. David. Uh, hey, David. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. It's going to have to be separated because of the not only but also. I think that's yes. a coordinating conjunction. Yes. Oh, very good. I forgot what that was called, but I remember I think... those went together usually. All right. <clears throat> yes. To the two words will be separate because of that. Not only, but also. Thank you. Glad you're here. Sure thing. <clears throat> what about this? I cannot wait until Friday to get the report. <clears throat> uh, Carla. Carla. I would say it'd be the one word, cannot. Yes, that's what I would think as well. Thank you, Carla. What about this? The company's new product cannot only reduce emissions, but also trap some of the existing greenhouse gases. Chanel? Yes, Chanel. That would be separate. Yes. Because of the not only, but also. Very good. Okay, just a couple more. We cannot allow these obstacles to slow us down.
Um, hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, Carla. All right. I think in this case, it could be either way. If you are emphasizing the not, then it should be two words. But if we cannot allow the, you know, I mean, you're not emphasizing it could be one word, but that's my humble opinion. I agree with that, actually. I do. Um, because actually, if you're going to emphasize the not, like I did when I just read that sentence, I think we cannot allow these obstacles to slow us down. Um, you could actually put that not in all caps or put in italics or bold it or something, something to emphasize it. Um, you know, I, I would think that that would be perfectly fine. All right. Another one. There are days when she cannot drag herself out of bed. No hands, uh, Mary. Oh, that is not good. My class is falling asleep. We're almost um, to the end of the hour. All right, Nora. Nora. Right. C-A-N-N-O-T. Yes, the one word. There are days when she cannot drag herself out of bed. One word, very good. Our last sentence apologizing can not only repair a relationship, but it can also become a powerful catalyst for personal growth. Carla. Yes, Carla. That's got to be the two words because of the only. Yes. It it has to be the two words. That's correct. Not only, but also. Very good. All right. Y'all did well with that. So anyway, um, we will stop at this point, and I am very grateful for all of you that came today. Very glad to have you, and um, I want to remind you to join Herbie on his calls. Um, I didn't see the game call tomorrow, Herbie, but um, he, he probably will have next Tuesday his normal, the cooking corner. Herbie's Community Cooking Corner, and that's always very interesting. So be sure to join him at at 10 Eastern, 10 a.m. Eastern next Tuesday morning. And of course, he hosts all over, as does Jeanette. So they're always always around the community, and we're glad they are. And I think that's all I've got here. So Unless anyone has any um, additional comments or questions, I will let Jeanette close us down. And thank you to Herbie Hold for on. streaming. Before you do that, we do have one question. All righty. said it. Okay. No um, problem. Nora. Actually, Nora. we have two. Hi. Okay. I have a question. I'm a little bit confused about the playing fields are getting high. Uh-huh. And I, I keep thinking the F-A-R-E-S. Because you're talking about airplane fares. Oh, airplane fares would be F A R E S. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, one sentence there. Yeah, uh, airplane fares would be F A R E S. That's like taxi fares would be F A R E S. Anytime yeah. you're talking about what you're paying to travel, it would be F A R E. Is that what you right. were trying to? To get at there? Yeah. And also, okay. I, find, I find another word is stakeholders, H-O-L-D-E-R-S. A stakeholder. One word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a stakeholder. Mm-hmm. In fact, S-T-A- I, yeah, it's all one word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to put that with my things because, you know, I actually, um, my niece was talking about these stakeholders that are at that school where she, the school where she counsels. And I was like, I wonder what that is. You know, so I actually looked it up, but I didn't even think of it when I got to these. So that Thank would be you. a good one, good one to put into our um, thing. So I'm going to put Mary, stakeholders. You have Carla, Thank you. And if she's quick, I think we can get her in. Okay. okay Carla? The, other one, the other stakes one I'm surprised they didn't give you was sweepstakes. 
yeah. Sweepstakes. One, one word, sweepstakes. Yeah, sweepstakes. That's a good one. I can incorporate that into my homophone B as well. Oh, you know, I always like these. Of course, they, they will come back to haunt you, but, but I like them. I like when you suggest them. All right. Well, now I do have to let Jeanette close out the room so that she won't get in trouble. But thank everyone for coming and please come back next week.